The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're listening to the world's smartest podcast network. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 303. My name's Turner Sparks. I am Sir Michael Ira Kaplan. Ooh, you can find me at Turner Sparks. On Instagram, go there. That's where I'm sending everyone right now. I also, all my tour dates are there. If you click the little whatever bio link, but plus, more importantly, everyone's I, yay and I put this video out a few days ago. Oh yeah, you and people are flipping out about it, <laughs> arguing with each other on it, who is it more offensive to, white people or Chinese no? People really, it's just white people. No, no, but no, but immigrants. It's pro-immigrant, so it's more these white pe- white people are getting offended by it. Yeah, you've and offended white people. It's about time. I've offended the whites. <laughs> As a white person, I never knew the day would come. But yeah, I've, I've made an enemy of my own people. So uh, they're very upset. You could go. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> go join the conversation. Jo- go join the conversation. <laughs> at Turner Sparks on Instagram. Uh, you can find Kaplan at Cap in America with a K. Cap in America on all social media platforms. Cap in NYC for all your real estate needs. Cap. Yeah, I'm not offending anybody of any race over there. So, but you could join the conversation as well. That's what I do with <laughs> for your audience too. You you tell even me even the whites. I'm nice to the whites. Even over look there. at that. Well, that's is that allowed? <laughs> is that allowed? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, problem? he's nice to everybody. You sold a place in Sunset Park, right? In Brooklyn, sold a New place York. in Sunset Park. It hopefully closes next week. And now, uh, what yeah. what color? What race was that family? Don't, I don't even see color. I don't know. You don't, oh, you don't see color. I don't even see it. You know, I keep my uh, eyes okay. closed the whole time to be that's safe. That's a real boomer comment. You know, that's <laughs> that's racist these days. Do you know mm-hmm. that? Anyway, point is, Cap in NYC for all your real estate needs. And we're talking about Finland today. We have our guest is coming up in just a minute. Um, but Kaplan, can you rent us? Can you rent a place in Helsinki? Like if somebody says, I want a place in Finland. If someone says, I want a place in Finland, I will find you a great agent over there and uh, I will do my homework. I will find the best one. You know, and you'll take a got, little cut. I'll take a little piece. That's a way to help support the podcast in a way, indirectly. I'll well, it doesn't support me at all. I'll send you a, a piece of that I'd piece, maybe. i make nothing out of you. All right, if it comes piece. from the podcast, I'll send Turner something. There so we go. Work. I demand 50% of all revenue <laughs> that comes from. Kaplan does all the work, but I, I get 50% of the revenue. That is, uh, okay, ta- so we're talking about Finland. Um, and Finland just joined NATO, which is very exciting. Uh, so they get access to our nukes now. So nice. we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. If they want to nuke anybody, it, we do it. Launch. You they get beginners. Us. When you first join, you get one. I think you just get to pick a country. You get a nuke. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like a welcome. <laughs> welcome. It's a welcome package. Party. It's a welcome. Like a wedding. You get a but welcome. It's like a mini one. Like, you know, when they give you those little bags and it's like a mini cupcakes. It's not a real one. You know, this is like it's a mini nuke. We're not going to yeah, wipe does, out a country. It's not going to wipe out Russia, but it will, will wipe out like, you know, I don't know, Madagascar. Or something. <laughs> exactly. You want to do that. But anyway, in a minute, we're, we have uh, uh, Harry, uh, Harry Soinila coming up, a, a Finnish Wait comedian. Roll that R. Um, who uh, we're very excited to talk to. But before that, Kaplan, we are part of the world's uh, smartest podcast network. Oh, why did I mention them? Forget them. Know. We'll Forget talk about them, them later. <laughs> we are part of that. We'll talk about them later. This it's uh, go to Patreon. If you want to support this show, go to patreon.com slash lost in America. So many people are joining over there. They say yeah, they I mean, love it. Uh, we do two extra episodes, full throttle comedy pad- podcast a week, only for our Patreon subscribers. That's it's where just- the clips you're seeing the clips on Instagram from our show. That's where they're coming from. They're not from this show. Yeah, from that show. So that's just a little taste. The full on comedy show. Plus, once a month, we're doing this 
off the record show, which is only on Zoom. It is not recorded and it's a live live only. Uh, I wouldn't even call it an interview. It's a talk with one of our guests. Conversation with one of our guests from around the world. A fireside chat with (laughs) one of our guests from around the world who's in their country. They're not allowed to speak their mind freely. So they come on our show. They don't want to say everything on Lost in America on this show, but they'll say it if it's off the record. So we have Anton Tymoshenko coming up from Ukraine on June 3rd. I think he is allowed to say whatever he wants. He can say whatever he wants. But But he can say more off the record. So that's on June 3rd. That is at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific time, live. And the only way to get the link to that, the Zoom link to that, is to join patreon.com slash lost in America. We do one every single month. All right, Kaplan, now let's get to Finland. What do you know about (laughs) Finland joining NATO? Well, first, let's start with what we didn't know. I'll speak for myself. I didn't know my entire adult life that NATO, I just thought NATO was all of Europe. I just thought it was like Europe's countries. We bail, we help them out. We don't, it's the Soviet Union. I didn't even realize a country like Finland, which seems like a pretty harmless country that we need, that we'd want to help out. I didn't realize that they weren't even in NATO until the war started with the Ukraine. Well, you, first of all, you stop calling it the Ukraine. I'm sorry. I'm a child of the 80s with Ukraine. It's hard to English grammatically to say that, though. Anyway, the war began. Mr. Putin invaded um, Ukraine, and uh, they're not a member of NATO. The whole argument was because they were threatening to join NATO, he decided to, you know, that was one of his arguments. Like, I got to I got to invade now. And then uh, fin- other countries, Finland, Sweden, they said, wait a second, we're not part of NATO. <laughs> <laughs> we better join now before he makes his argument on us that we can invade before they join. So it's like a preemptive, preemptive decision. They finally join in. And it just happened, I believe, last month. That's what yeah. you know? That's what All right, I'll go next. Here's what I know. Uh, here's what I didn't know. I didn't know that NATO and NAFTA were two different things. <laughs> so, so who's dumber? NAFTA <laughs> is a North American free trade agreement. That, yes. I, and that's I Mexico NATO, and can- Canada. I thought NATO had something to do with trade. I thought it was like, oh, now they can get our, you know, our uh, pretzels. No, do you remember in 9-11? That was the only time I remember ever did anything. Yeah. 9-11 happened. And then NATO said, we are on your side automatically because you're an ally of ours. You were attacked. So that's why everyone supported us. You know, not that they wouldn't have. They Otherwise, won. they would have joined. <laughs> Otherwise, ISIS. they would have. You know, down in England, they were going to join bin Laden. They said he makes some good arguments. But, <laughs> but they, they said, we got this us. damn Blair's. I got this damn NATO agreement. We already signed it. So, yeah. All right. Harry Soinila, welcome to the show from Helsinki, Finland. A fantastic stand-up comedian we have been connected with. To walk us through all of this, you can follow him on Instagram at uh, his name is spelled just like it sounds. H-A-R-R-I. S-O-I-N-I-L-A. So I guess it's not spelled like it sounds. <laughs> if it's in America, we spell it with a Y. But like it sounds in Finnish, okay? Welcome to the show, man. How you doing? How did we do on our recap of your country? Very, yeah. I wish I had had time to write down everything you got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, pretty much. Like uh, a lot of the things are correct, like from a certain kind of an American perspective, I suppose. Uh, like, angle. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, uh, yeah, Finland hadn't joined NATO. Like we were kind of like Switzerland uh, for for the past hundred years, and um, now uh, times changed enough for us to feel like we need a little bit, a little bit of extra. But but it is a war that we have been preparing for a for for a hundred years. So uh, NATO has actually wanted us to join for a long time, uh, like for for decades now. And now we finally did, and um, Sweden didn't for once. Uh, yes. So for, for once, we got something first. <laughs> <laughs> I like Hello, the Swedes. big story over there is, but ha-ha, Sweden didn't get in. Sweden's fucked. Putin's coming uh, for them yeah, next. No, this, uh, it's... Um, so uh, you guys can wave to the bombs as they fly over your country from Russia and into Sweden. <laughs> um, I think it would be a big problem because the countries are relatively small. So if if a nuke goes off in any one of the Nordic countries, uh, it's going to be a big problem oh, for everybody. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Minor detail. Minor detail. Uh, but yeah, uh, so basically, uh, uh, Turkey and Hungary were holding up uh, the membership of both Finland and sweden and now they're still holding up sweden because um to get finland in 
uh, Biden did some kind of a deal about, uh, I think it was like an arms deal to update their uh, fighter jets or something like that. Like, like uh, Turkey? Or, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, for Turkey. Yeah. What? what? You got to give arms yeah. to Turkey to get that to let Finland join. I'm Googling yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, when basically. did that happen? <laughs> just uh, just a, a month ago. And, really? Uh, yeah. And now they're now they're talking about like giving some more military stuff. For, right. They're like uh, we're not. They're smart Turkey negotiators. They didn't too. just give it all up for one country. Yeah. Yet. Now I don't want to. You know, I I'm just going off the top of my head here. But would they be interested in a WNBA basketball player? <laughs> <laughs> a three team trade. We got her from Russia. We immediately shipped her off to. Turkey. <laughs> she goes to a Turkish prison. Well, uh, Have you been to a Turkish prison? Oh, my whole life I've wanted to say that. The the fighter jet deal was worth like two hundred and eighty million or something like that. I don't know how much She's basketball not, players. Are WNBA going players for are not worth two hundred eighty million. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Got to be a regular NBA. She player. didn't even sell out her first home game. I heard, which is <laughs> oh, a little yeah. rough. Wow. So, okay. Wait, Biden. <laughs> we missed this part of the story. I did research. We, we, we had an extra half hour. We started early, so we would have found that <laughs> deal. But because Kevin. the whole thing is Turkey has an issue where they, they accused Finland of, of supporting terrorists, right? Because you support the Kurds or what was the yeah, um, argument? Yeah, because, uh, uh, you know, um, well, in my opinion, what the fuck is Turkey doing in right. NATO in the first place? Yes. Right. That's why we can't kick them out. Like they're in forever. Like once you yeah. join, it's like a because yeah. they were yeah. obviously not run by Erdogan when Erdogan when they you know joined. So it seems no. Seems no. And same with be, Hungary. They've got a used Orban. to be a lot more progressive. But, yeah. But now now they're now they're a problem. Mm. And, yeah. Uh, okay. You're right. By the way, I'm googling. <laughs> Who do you think's right, us or them? <laughs> Biden's giving away F-16 fighter jets. Uh, all kind. Why are we? So we're just arming Turkey now well, to get them to let Finland in to get them to yeah. let Finland in. Well, well I mean, Finland. No, Finland, he's now Finland, offering F-16. The Finnish army is worth more than that. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. I mean, yeah. The Finnish army is is you because you've been preparing this whole time to have to maybe fight Russia at some point, yeah. right? So they're, yeah, and they're, we already fought them once. In yes, in well, nineteen thirty nine is that? In like in uh, the, yeah, or, through uh, was it until forty four? Turner, I looked at I I read this. This is my random thing I read today was that the Soviet Union invaded Finland right in nineteen thirty nine. Okay, and Finland did such a good job uh, fighting the Soviet Union that Hitler decided, oh, the Soviet Union has a crappy army. So that's one of the reasons he rationalized we can go in there. So, <laughs> so randomly, you helped us win World War II because, but it was like the rope of dope kind of like trip. <laughs> well, I doing oh such a gosh. good job. So, All right, yeah. so so let's go backwards. Then. Yeah, the, so the winter guys- the winter war was from thirty nine to forty, and uh, and Russia basically thought that they can just you know take Finland over like they had done with some other countries, and uh, and we basically we'd have none of that and uh, and they weren't prepared for for the winter uh, they basically came in their parade costumes and we're all dressed in white and just picking them off white <laughs> one by one and, uh, yeah nobody uh, wins a war in a parade costume yeah but that's, that's came what they, thought. they can just like come and take over and uh, yeah. uh, and without a fight but they looked uh, ahead of you your opponents <laughs> that's I mean that's, that's not sort of what happens. I, I don't know. There's been reports. I don't know what you know. It's hard to know what's true and what's what's propaganda. But there's been reports from these uh, some Russian soldiers who have said like, "Oh, we were told when we got to Ukraine, they would all want us there. We were yeah, just yeah, walking we just into Liberty. In yeah, we're essentially a parade costume. They were coming yeah. in on. Yeah, they they completely were not prepared to take on an actual fight. Yeah, uh, when they when they first got there, and well, <laughs> to this day, like uh, like Russia used to be considered a military might, and now it's like they're losing to a much smaller country. Well, let's so let's start with this. So, you guys, it was about a year ago, or a little more than a year ago, when Finland kind of decided, yes, we should we should probably yeah. join NATO now. Yeah, and then it Putin's just happened. And what's that? Putin's been going crazier and crazier over the years. And now, like, uh, I used to be against NATO, but, uh, well, with things going the way they are, I changed my mind. Okay, why were you against against NATO? Well, because uh, we have been, uh, what is it, uh, impartial 
Uh, what, what is the word? Um, what's neutral? Neutral. neutral. Yeah, neutral. yeah. We uh, we've been neutral uh, for a hundred years, and it's kind of like a part of our DNA. Mm. Uh, so I and also like, uh, what if NATO wants to go to a war we don't want to go to? Uh, that kind of uh, that kind of a thing. And um, well, uh, yeah. Bin Laden. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we didn't like him either. Actually, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, just yeah. checking. Not not fans, <laughs> you know. Um, but um, yeah, uh, so basically, I, I used to be against uh, NATO, but uh, now. So I yeah, because I read that in mind. 2019, even up in, as recently as 2019, over over 50 percent of Finns were against NATO. Yeah, it's joining NATO. Yeah, joining NATO. Sorry, joining. Mm-hmm. And I guess the reason why is was it just because you didn't see Russia really as a threat? So why join? Oh, they've they've always been a threat. Uh, it's just that. Um, we didn't we didn't like America enough to mm. <laughs> to join, and because uh, you know you guys get it, you you get into some shit. What's not to like? Yeah, the coalition of the willing. We lead you into wars, and we pick Take, a country. Takes you go a deep there. breath. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I get it. Okay, I, so I you used to be, just... I used to be married to a valley girl, so you'll understand that an American. Uh, yeah, California, California, yeah. Wow, Valley Girl. <laughs> Where's she from? What part? Uh, San Fernando Valley. Uh, oh, Valley. Uh, North Valley. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but used to be married to. I guess. I used All to right. be. Yeah. Now I'm, now I'm married to a proper woman. Oh, boy. <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Shots fired at the Valley Girls. <laughs> New enemies. <laughs> so, okay. So I get it. So you guys are just like, let's just stay out of all this. And, um, and then it all changed when they attacked Ukraine. And... Yeah. I mean, a big reason why there's still not basically if Ukraine would have been in NATO, as Kaplan said, there would be we would be there right now with troops. Mm. Officially, attacked, right? Yeah. Officially, we would have troops as opposed to. Yeah, well, whatever the, we might the have Article now. five is a little bit complicated because uh, basically. No one has to do that much, really, uh, when when somebody's attacked like uh, the principle is that if uh, one of us gets attacked uh, ev- that means everybody gets attacked and and we have yeah. to act, ac- act accordingly but but after that it gets very vague like basically uh, you have to give assistance or aid as you see fit mm. so, so that might mm. not even be military aid that could be like you know uh, food drops or something whatever whatever you see fit as a country so it's not like everybody has to immediately go up in arms if uh, if one of the NATO countries gets attacked, even though that is kind of like how so it's Turkey supposed gets attacked. To be. We can just let it happen, or send them some food. <laughs> yeah, you can, <laughs> you, can, you can send them some band aids or something. What if uh, we're the one doing the attacking? Well, we wouldn't attack our own NATO. Well, that would I think that's a violation of one of the articles. Is that a violation of NATO? <laughs> But at some point, NATO could get so big that two countries could just go to war with each other, couldn't they? I mean, if everyone joins NATO, then no one's in NATO. No, I think that would basically be a basis for, like, the end. Uh, <laughs> no, like, to to take someone out of the union. Yeah. Because, uh, like, you can't just kick someone out for no reason. But if, uh, if like, Turkey decides to invade, I don't know, Slovenia or Greece, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then, uh, then, like, one of them would have to get kicked out. So from the last year, when you guys kind of said, the country said publicly, we're, we want to join NATO, from, and, and then it only, it happened April 4th, 2023. So it took over a year. Yeah, it took, it took about a year, I guess. Yeah. During that time, I read a quote from I think it was the defense minister or of uh, Russia saying that if Finland tries to join NATO, there will be consequent military and political consequences for them. And well, that was, they, you know, th- that was the quote last year. Right. Kind of the preemptive threat. Even- Preemptive yeah, threat. yeah, but that's, what did people, that's all they got care? nowadays, like threats, because yeah, um, okay. they're kind of uh, occupied. Yeah, they <laughs> they are otherwise occupied. Uh, there were there were some like cyber attacks uh, happening on the day we left the application, I think, and and again when uh, when it was finally accepted. Um, but um, uh, were not, people not, afraid of attack? Actual attacks before it became official or? 
Well, but of course, there's like a level of worry, but it's been it's been there for my entire life, so it kind of gets normalized. Like Russia might attack someday, because uh, you know people normalize whatever situation they're in. Like if they don't have food, it becomes a normal. If they fly first class, somehow that becomes a normal. If you, I don't know, if you don't have free healthcare for everybody, somehow people think that's normal. Mm. <laughs> He's talking about us, yeah. Kevin. What's healthcare? What? Yeah. <laughs> What's the answer? Yeah, we um well also I don't think we said this for our listeners who don't know much about Finland. It ha- it borders Russia. <laughs> for our dumb listeners. We haven't said that part yet. <laughs> yeah, 1300 uh, kilometers. So I like, knew uh, that. A bit under a thousand miles. A thousand miles. And so now, as of April 4th, the land border between NATO and Russia has doubled in size. That's what yeah. happened on April 4th, right? So I get that. You've always that Russia has always been a threat, but I would think that that one year when you said you said you want to join NATO, but you haven't got let in yet, that would be the year you'd be the most vulnerable to an attack. Was there thought like, do you know anyone who was scared or thinking like, uh oh, Russia could attack us at any point and the world's not going to help out because they don't have to? I don't. I don't really think Finnish people were too worried, but I know some friends uh, who didn't come visit because of that. They decided to go somewhere else because they were too scared of Putin. But, okay. um, but I don't think uh, like, like again, is that base level dread uh, was maybe just a little higher, but, uh, but you barely noticed like, you know, in That's Kiev, uh, there, uh, the air, ra- air raid siren goes on and people just continue having their coffee on a terrace because right. it happens so much. I've seen so, those videos. Yeah it's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I guess we had, you know, in America, we had uh, people die, over a million people die during COVID. They, w- there was no bombs dropping, but people were dying all over the place and everyone just kind of kept going. Kaplan just kept going to the gym the whole time. <laughs> Blame me. He didn't stay home at all. Uh, was, but was that I was going to ask was because you had this whole the whole cold during the whole Cold War. Was that the same feeling of was there ever this feeling like the Soviet Union could invade or was yeah, it? You guys seven, were we, we, said, we haven't said this part yet, but you guys were neutral through the entire Cold War. Or well. being neutral was the key to. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that that was kind of like how we managed at the time was being neutral. Uh, we had a lot of trade with Russia or Soviet Union. We had a lot of trade with them. Uh, we had a lot of like, uh, like the politicians, uh, especially uh, Urho Kekkonen, like late seventies, early eighties. Uh, he was in power for a long time. He was the president, uh, um, and he was a very skilled uh, foreign politician. Like he, uh, he kept things going, uh, like kept kept things nice. Uh, by you know, like getting getting the right people drunk all the time and and going to sauna mm. with them and that kind of stuff. Uh, Key to the whole Cold War: <laughs> get the right people drunk all the time in the sauna. Go to sauna. Yeah. Some vodka in the sauna. <laughs> yeah, but that that was uh, that was before Putin, who is a stone cold psycho, mm. and um, you can't really deal with that kind of a person. Can't get him drunk in the sauna. He doesn't yeah, fall for yeah. it. <laughs> I, I I think he's I think he's teetotal. He's what? I, oh, is I, I he think sober he now? I, I think he's sober. I uh, uh, I remember. Can't trust the sober guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Trump was sober. You know. I uh, I just remember reading this. I'm not sure if if it's true at all. I mean, yeah, Bush Jr. was sober too. Yeah, Bush W. sober. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of wars from sober people. Mm-hmm. Get him a drink. Hitler. Was Hitler, Hitler sober? Was sober? Well, he was uh, on meth. He was vegan. I thought. I thought he was vegan. Uh, he he, he, he said that he was uh, he was vegan. Yes, uh, but it's also like he kept up this appearance of uh, of being uh, a teetotaler. Mm, but teetotaler. Uh, but there was actually a, a brewery that made beer specifically for him. So. Who knows? Yeah. Like oh. he, he might have lied about that, but I don't know. Like I would think he'd be uh, more I don't, popular I don't know, with the Germans. I don't know, I don't know if drinker, Hitler. Or... I don't know if Hitler would be uh, like a bad enough guy to lie about something about that. Like would he do that? <laughs> he honor. seems he has a pretty good moral compass. <laughs> yeah, that's like our mayor. The mayor of New York City claims to be a vegan, but uh, there's this big New York Times article about uh, his favorite restaurant is a steakhouse. <laughs> Constantly, <laughs> yeah. every Friday night he goes. He's and like gets a steak. 
Yeah, he's eating out all the time, but yeah, yeah. that's uh, not quite he's, Hitler. We're not going to compare. He's pretty though, similar but. to Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> he makes all the kids eat vegan lunches at school, so my kids would say he's worse than Hitler, but that's just them. <laughs> so if to take it from the, the exact same question, but from the opposite side, if Russia said, Russia's main issue with Ukraine is that, according to them, is that they said they would never join NATO and now they were thinking about it. So we better right. go attack them before right. they put join NATO. On our border, bit, so to yeah, speak. Putin's but, been the recruiter of the de- decade for, uh, for, for NATO, NATO because yeah, yeah. everybody <laughs> wants to join now. But then if that if that's his philosophy, why wouldn't he attack Finland? You think if Finland actually is on paper trying to join NATO, that not, now he can't, but a year, the last year, that seemed like his best chance. Well. I mean, if he if he's already having a shitty try, time trying to invade Ukraine, yeah, uh, he wouldn't have a great time here either, especially yeah, yeah, at yeah. the same time. Yeah, it's just funny. His whole argument kind of collapsed. Yeah, right. It's probably easier to motivate. I mean, he can pretend that Ukraine is part of Russia, you know, to his people, the whole language. To, to oh, Finland would be a, a, another, even for his population, might be. A yeah, it's a different. Before. If it's it's a different tree. They got a yeah, a complicated language tree. We're talking about off air, so. Oh, you're right. That was off air. I, I was uh, I was actually thinking at some point we should ju- we should just give Putin the NFT of Ukraine. Oh, okay. Yeah. And like everybody, everybody goes to back to normal, but uh, right. but he he holds the NFT, and he can and give speeches people proudly showing the NFT off. Yes, and so he can say he owns it. Yeah. <laughs> It's not a bad compromise. That's why we're bringing them into NATO. They come with solutions. <laughs> yes. So, um, so what do what do they get now? Like, is now that you're in NATO, has there been any talks in Finland about? Okay, you know, troops are coming in and they're lining our border, or what's going on? Actually, practically, what's uh, well, practically, uh, there's uh, there there used to be a Russian military base in Åland, which is uh, a large island between Finland and Sweden. Okay, and um, and now that uh, isn't there anymore. And there's going to be some NATO bases around Finland, but like normal life hasn't changed at all. The Russians okay. removed their military base. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, they were kicked out of the military base they had in oh. uh, in the Holland Island. Yes. How did they have that military base? Is it technically part of Russia? Uh, no, no, it's it's a part of Swe- uh, it's a part of Finland, even though they speak Swedish. Uh, but um, uh, but it was uh, <clears throat> something about the deal, uh, the peace treaty we made after the Winter War, that they got to keep the base there to kind of like have a presence more central. In, in Europe. Okay. So that's kind of it. Not a lot has really changed. Not a lot has changed. No. We haven't it's given not, them It's not like yet. we have American soldiers on the street. The that's what I, yeah, that was my question. Yeah. And <laughs> and then overall, when the April, if you guys, because in my head, when I was researching this, I thought, oh man, it must have been pretty nerve wracking the last year so that when the April 4th agreement actually got signed, when Tony Blinken went over there and shook hands with everybody, our secretary of state, that must have been a happy day and a relief. But if nobody was worried in the first place, was that a big deal or was that not? <laughs> I mean, no one care. I mean, it was kind of like a sigh of relief, but it's not yeah. like we went out on the marketplaces to have a big party. Uh, yeah. It's just like, OK, now we're in. Good. Uh, cool. The, uh, yeah, Blinken's stand-up, here. Everything's stand-up okay. Comedians are going to have some new jokes about this. Yay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, well, all right, let's take a break, but I want to come back and talk about the comedy scene uh, when we come back in just a minute. Uh, Kaplan, we are part of the World's Smartest Podcast Network. That is us. That is Dr. Andrea Jones-Roy, stand-up comedian. And uh, what, what type of doctor is she? Oh, she's a data um, scientist. Data scientist. Yeah, uh, data doc. Professor at NYU, stand-up comedian, circus performer, and fantastic co- podcaster. <laughs> Follow her at, I mean, go, listen to her at the uh, uh, Majoring in Everything podcast. And 
Andrew Heaton, the great Andrew Heaton. I was at a, I was at a barbecue last night, a Memorial Day barbecue, and somebody said, "Hey, do you know you know Andrew Heaton?" And I said, "No." Yeah. And they were all fans of his. Oh, we were on his show. It's coming out. I don't know when it's coming out. We were on it. We were guests the other day. So there's all these Heaton heads. They're Heaton they're heads. from Oklahoma, and they were this group of guys were visiting one friend who lives here, and they all were like, "Whoa, you know Andrew Heaton? Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Anyway, political orphans podcast. Everybody, check him out, and of course us, uh, Lost in America. <laughs> All you can find all that at world smartest podcast network.com. And now a word from your locals. We told you about Gaia provides a couple months ago. Gaia provides is back. They are a holistic small batch company crafting quality lab tested hemp based health and wellness products for pets. Kaplan, you've been giving it to pancakes. Kaplan pancakes, the dog over the last few months. How's she doing? Yeah, she loves these. Uh, I give her the beef liver flavor, the ones for small dogs. Um, and I give her a half a treat in the morning, a half a treat at night, and she loves them. They're delicious. She always barks for them. Uh, she's a, she's a, you know, my dog's a little dog. She's a mental patient. I like to say she's a lovable mental patient. So she's always, she's always, uh, stressed out, neurotic, just like me about something, but these, these make her chill. They calm her down. Uh, she does, obviously, you know, she's in a wheelchair. She has a lot of, uh, discomfort, uh, naturally. And these definitely help. Uh, I definitely see, a you know, she's has a high quality of life because of, uh, we take good care of her over here and these are a key part of our daily routine. So we love guy provides over here in the Kaplan household. And all these products cap are THC free. They do not have THC, which makes them safe for your pets. And I know pancakes is always scared of all those fireworks you have in Long Island City, Queens, right there on the East River. They're shooting them off all the time. How's she doing with the fireworks once she yeah. takes this guy it provides? Yeah, when I used to be I used to dread fireworks, I used to dread loud noises and thunderstorms. Um, but now I just enjoy them because when I give them to the pancakes, this makes it like I said earlier, it makes her calm, makes her cool, makes her collected, makes her just sit there and enjoy life. So these look at that. Uh, I love they you have can enjoy drops. fireworks again. You can enjoy America again. You can enjoy <laughs> freedom again with Gaia provides everybody check out Gaia provides and use our promo code lost L O S T for a great deal. That is www.gaiaprovides.com. And, and then just so you know, they also have on top of the treats, they have these little drops you could put in the food. So if you, you know, if you want to, you can get if they don't like the treat for whatever reason, these drops are also delicious. So guy provides brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but many health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Sponsor. All right, we're back. Yeah, I'm getting thirsty as our guest is drinking a, a telling us about an IPA, a New England IPA over there that he's drinking. It's You're only, supposed oh. to say thank you, sponsors. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I it's forgot. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Are we sponsored by a, a, a New England IPA? No, is they don't pay us anyway. All the way is the brewery. All the way. What is it? Looks, we'll give them a free. All the way is the brewery. The finish. I don't know if I've had finished beer before. I'm trying to think. Um, the most likely ones you might have had are Sinebrikov uh, Porter no. or something by... I don't know. I uh, um, I know I know Nokia Brewery at some point. Uh, Nokia, the Nokia. phone company. You got to start importing beers. It's the name of a place, uh, Nokia, which uh, oh. which the phone company was named after. Okay, and uh, and they uh, they had some efforts to go get into the uh, U.S. market. Are they still around, the phone company Nokia? Uh, they, <laughs> they are. They are. Uh, they uh, they were kind of like uh, bought out by Microsoft, and that didn't mm. go well. Uh, but then there was well, like some segment of it that maintained the right to make Nokia brand phones, and yeah. and they're kind of like getting back into the market, but uh, but with more uh, like budget phones and not the yeah not terrorists the and brand. guys having affairs need to have little foot phones <laughs> yeah, yeah they they that's have. the market yeah. <laughs> you can't trace no, they're, they're smartphones the but they're kind of like aimed at the at the uh, like for example countries that don't have a lot of money got it 
That was my first phone. The Nokia. Everyone's first phone was a Nokia. I mine think. was a Nokia too. Right. Shout so, out. Damn. So mine was. Uh, um, uh, it was something else. Uh, I I you, forgot. I think maybe it was a Motorola. Oh wow! You didn't go Nokia. That's you kicked out of your country for that. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, phones were a very new thing, and I couldn't afford a Nokia. I'm a little bit older than you, I guess. Yeah. Just don't get an Ericsson. That's what's that Swedish, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's a big no no. That's a rival. Like, that's oh, uh, that's that's, that's how you get out. kicked out of the country that's by right. Swedish. <laughs> Isn't isn't Santa Claus from Sweden? I mean, no, from Finland. From Finland, Finland? yes. Yeah, yeah he yeah, is. Finland. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, Amer- so- Americans often think he's from the North Pole, but with your geography skills, uh, I guess it's basically the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so you must really hate us Jews who just don't tell our kids Santa Claus doesn't exist, and because we're just we're taking a shot at your countrymen. <laughs> no, it's just uh, you know Santa gets to take a break. Ah, uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a good it's a good deal for him. Yeah, yeah. 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 Skip skip a few. Yeah, Santa's from the North. I mean, I mean, Santa's I from uh, Finland. Finland. Right. So, but you have there's like a place to go visit Santa, right? Uh, yeah, there's actually several places to visit Santa, and somehow he's at all of them. Uh, That's pretty good. But you know, he's magic. So, what's the stand-up? So, I, I watched some video, and you're I saw you performing in uh, Finnish, but I assume you also perform in English. I do. Uh, yeah, and I I would have thought my English videos are much easier to find. Oh, well, I don't know. I just I I did a quick Instagram to get to this episode. So, uh, but you were in the, oh, yeah, you had to perform in English. You were in the 2016 The Laugh Factory. I, uh, Uh, yeah, the funniest person in the world. Funniest person in the world. That's how I found the Valley Girl performing in English. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) uh, no, the the first time it was organized, uh, actually, Ismo uh, from Finland, uh, won. And you may have heard of him. Uh, he's uh, he's been making a name for himself in the U.S. Uh, for the past um, almost ten years now. I think ever, I know ever him since from that. I think yeah. that's how I found out about it. And and then two years later, they organized it a second and last time. And okay. then I was representing Finland that time, and um, they organized it in Finland. Uh, because oh. it was kind of like supposed to be like the Eurovision, so whoever wins the next one, uh, the, the next one is in that country. Uh, but then, uh, for various reasons, they never organized it again. Wait, was the Laugh Factory? Yeah, going to Finland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they uh, they organized it here. Well, I mean, I use the term "organized" uh, very <laughs> loosely here. <laughs> What's the guy's name? Jamie Masada. Jamie Masada, yeah, 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 yeah. The owner yeah, he, the he came to Finland and everything, but uh, amazing. Uh, but it was it was a bit of a mess, like uh, like you know, uh, just a few weeks before the event's supposed to take place, they don't have a venue, and uh, and I'm like emailing them like, do you need help? Yeah, <laughs> and um, uh, then like all the comedians are just full of questions because there, there was uh, 20 comedians from, from 20 different countries uh, yeah. coming, uh, coming to Finland and they weren't getting any information from anyone. So I just kind of like, uh, cause they, once they sent an email where they didn't BCC everybody, they CC'd everybody. So I just went through the email, <laughs> email list and like tried to figure out who are the, uh, who are the semifinalists. And then I sent them a message like, Hey, I can help you. Let's create a Facebook group, like, uh, like for information and everything. And then I helped everybody out a little bit and, uh, and made some lifelong friends. So you basically produce this comedy festival for the Lab Factory? <laughs> um, not quite. I just I just help the uh, the comedians find accommodation and that kind of stuff because uh, you know I'm from here. Yeah, it just seems like if you already own a comedy club in Los Angeles, California, that has one of the biggest brands in the world, and you're on the you're on the Strip, you're on the Sunset Strip in L.A that would be the logical place to host the festival every year. The, the first right. time they did that. Uh, first yeah, yeah, time, yeah. The first time it was there, but then I guess he was looking to expand into other countries. Uh, yeah. Like uh, when he was here, he was talking about opening uh, a, a laugh factory in Helsinki. Ah. Uh, but uh, well, that never, that never came to fruition. And uh, well, we uh, we actually uh, we still uh, in Helsinki or Tampere, which which are the two biggest cities, we still don't have a dedicated comedy club. It's always uh, at theaters or at uh, at bars where we have shows. 
we don't have dedicated comedy clubs in Finland. And well, uh, I was just talking about it at, on another podcast, actually, mm. uh, how I think it's time and uh, and someone should do it. I was in the restaurant industry for 22 years, so I'm not fucking going to do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think someone could. Now that you're a NATO ally, we should that should be part of the package. Oh, you're right. You get nukes yeah. in a comedy maybe, club. Maybe like Comedy Store. Yeah. Yeah. They're all named the Comedy Store. The one in London, the one mm-hmm. in Sydney, Australia, the one in L.A. None of them are affiliated at all with each other. Right, right. You just name it the Comedy Store. But yeah, you should definitely you should get you get to nuke one small country and you get a stand up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Dedicated oh, yeah. stand up comedy about that earlier when you were talking about it. Like, which country would I choose? Yeah. Have you made yeah, a choice? You know, I, I would imagine I would imagine it would be it had to be Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but Sweden is so close, close there. The there back. would be some uh, some fallout. I, On I a think particularly I... windy day where the wind's going the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe Austria. Austria, Austria. Oh, just yeah. for past wrongs. Uh, no, no, it's uh, it's because um, in Vienna uh, they have two trams that uh, that share a route for a part of the route, uh, but only a part, and they have different numbers. That's enough. Uh, no, sorry, <laughs> I, I, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, I messed up. They have the same number. They have the same number, oh. uh, and it just says the destination underneath. And there are literally an unlimited number of numbers. They could sure. have had any number they wanted, but no, <laughs> it's very confusing. Separate trams have the same fucking number, and I think that's an offense worth nuking. That's nuke. That's nuke. At least worthy. nuke the tram. Yeah. Yeah. Take them out. Did you get lost there one time? I think he got lost. I think <laughs> was, he was late for something. Yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> How many were you drinking though? Are you sure they had the right number? You sure you didn't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am sure. I I even checked no afterwards. Need, like, there's the no need to double check. What's going on here? <laughs> Just nuke. Just yeah. nuke. That, so so there's no stand-up comedy club. So how many roughly how many comedians do you have? Oh, like thousands uh, or hundreds? Uh, no, hundreds. Uh, hundreds. Like uh, I think there's probably about a hundred to two hundred people oh. making a living, uh, yep. and uh, well, several hundred hobbyists. Sure. And to make a living, do you perform re- like all over the region, or or only in? I guess I mean you perform worldwide because you can perform in English. Does uh, yeah, perform yeah. In English I, I performed well? in uh, in. I I don't know actually right now. I think I've performed in twenty seven countries. That's awesome. Um, but, uh, but most people who make a living, they just perform in Finland in Finnish. And you can do, yeah. and it's like, there's enough shows and enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, um, uh, it's 5 million people. Uh, so okay. it's five and a, five and a half, I think nowadays. It's like Ireland. Uh, yeah. It's like Ireland. And you know, there are people making a living in Ireland. <laughs> so, yeah. Des Bishop and, made a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. And so. What does that look like? Like, so for example, I, in New York where we live, I'm going going around doing shows every night, but I'm doing like 15 minutes on, you know, the showcase shows around yeah. Manhattan, around New York City. But really, I make my living touring on the road, which is but United States is a big country. So are you guys going out every night? Like, how does that look for you? The idea of building um, out your act? Well, um, if uh, if you want to do paid shows of course you have to travel because uh, uh the city uh, of helsinki is only about half a million people mm-hmm. um and wow. the metropolitan areas is, uh, is one million people uh, so it kind of gets saturated pretty fast if you're doing paid shows like all the time in the same city so of course you have to branch out a little bit and um the big names they do tours uh, they do a summer tour they perform like uh Sammy Hedberg uh he actually i think still holds the world world record uh for doing uh 365 one hour solos in one year uh, one day one every day for a yeah, year <laughs> a solo a solo every day for a year uh in uh, in finnish uh, for, like a one for a population show. of five and a half million yeah oh my gosh at some yeah. point he's just going to people's houses and be like hey do you want to hear my <laughs> act for an hour <laughs> show up at kids birthday parties yeah <laughs> yeah 
So, uh, so yeah, like the big names, they they can you know just go wherever and sell out a theater or whatever, and and then there's the medium size who are like the club comics, yeah. and um, they they perform a couple of times a week in different cities around Finland, and I'm I'm kind of like there now. I can't I can't sell out theaters with my name, but uh, but I get booked for pretty nice shows now. Well, not not until this podcast comes Dude. out. Podcast, get ready for <laughs> the big bump. All right, nice. We should uh, say our podcast is currently number one in Russia. I, oh I, yeah, I, I meant our, to leave with that. Our so, episode with Vlad McTavish a couple weeks ago, the Scottish comedian. I think the Russian bots were tricked, perhaps by his yeah, name. We went to number one. We're the number one stand-up comedy in the stand-up comedy category on iTunes. We were number one in Russia. And so, it has to be because his name's Vlad, right? Even though because it's about Scotland. We it's about know Scotland. Why. I don't know, care what it is. We're number one, which means we might have to reconsider this whole war. We <laughs> might. You're joining NATO. You might be an enemy now. Yeah, we're leaving NATO. Well, we're leaving just, in, just in case, just we're in case there NATO. are Russian trolls or bots, uh, not regular people who don't like the war either. Uh, this is not for you, but uh, but for the trolls and the bots. For all of our listeners. Well, I just want to say that I think that, uh, Oh, who's the guy? Oh man. I, I'm screwing up the joke. What's the guy's name? Who's in Russia right now because he got kicked out of America. Snowden. I think Snowden, Snowden. is a good man. And uh, <laughs> it's a great <laughs> Brittany Griner. Should, we we are very generous out? to release her. They he really be back in they prison. Her great. Yeah. Um, so, so, so you're doing, you're saying there's like bar essentially what we would call a bar show where it's like, People just find a venue and put a show on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like have like a weekly show, but it's not a full on comedy club. Yeah, that's yeah. No, there's uh, there's no dedicated space like that at the moment. And is the style? I I know like the, for the, I guess Western European. Whoa, are you guys? Well, I guess you're. We're Western. Western European. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I performed at the Eastern European Comedy Festival in London one time, yeah. uh, and when they when they told me they want to book me, I was like, Finland's not really Eastern Europe. We're North yeah. Europe, kind of considered the West. And then they're like, we'll pay you. And I was like, all right, I'm coming. <laughs> I'll be Eastern European. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you so in this, you know, in the the British style of comedy, I guess they put together this one hour show that then they it has a theme and like they sometimes they cry and there's a story <laughs> and then you cry and then not everybody yeah you know, ollie horn doesn't cry he's a great but uh and then they do it at the festivals all the year and then the next year they do a whole new show and a whole new show and in the u.s we like it's a totally different style right yeah and uh well there's there is that style in the uk but there is also like a more american sort of a style yeah yeah yeah. sorry i didn't i going. that was a broad uh, general but i no. i'd say i'd say the finnish scene is a bit more uh, like the american style except okay. that our open mics actually have an audience and and we mm. like we don't bump people we care about people free health care care about people care about open micers uh, <laughs> yeah uh, we do not in America, yeah, we don't we don't have pay to play. We don't have bringers. We don't have any of that bullshit. Uh, oh, that it just Kaplan's uh, cousin. Fucking He's shit the number promoting. one bringer booker in New York City, according to Turner. Kaplan's so. cousin is the uh, most hated comedian in New York City. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, sorry, <laughs> Kaplan's cousin. I'm not coming to do your show. <laughs> <laughs> she on She has no shame. She unashamedly uh puts on bringer shows all over new york and then defends that she's just has to make a living and she's yeah well how about how about doing some actual promotion getting like ticket buying people on the seats and that's how you make the living instead of taking it from the comedians exactly that's what i say kaplan disagrees with me no he's on my side he's on my side (laughs) she's a cousin through marriage i don't think i've ever met her maybe met her once at a wedding (laughs) yeah and maybe all of her jokes on Twitter are pro-Trump are not helping her bring a, so she's a... She's like a conservative comedian, but she's not funny, so she can't even get booked in like the Fox so, News. Like Fox News comedian. won't even have her on. <laughs> no, yeah. She's not. She's really... Uh, yeah, so. yeah, well, so where have you performed in the U.S.? Sound, I'm going to guess New York and Los Angeles. I haven't. Uh, I haven't, actually. Oh. Uh, oh. When I was married to that horrible woman, uh, the entire... <laughs> the valley girl. The, Blame all of us for her. <laughs> the, entire, the entire time, uh, I wasn't a comedian yet. I started a few mm-hmm. years later. Okay. Um, you started and, a response? Was like, 
No, <laughs> well, I, actually, uh, actually, I was still, I guess, a little bit traumatized by the experience. Mr. Maisel. Uh, so it took me a few years <laughs> to actually make some jokes about her. Uh, but um, well, wow. uh, some of them are my favorite jokes. Now. <laughs> it's good. Spite, spite jokes are the best. They are. They are. So you've never it's, formed it's these. So how do you know that our that our? I mean, you you are correct with all your all he's your been, knowledge. Maybe he's just been. The American uh, shows, was though. she a comedian? Is that what it is? No, no, she wasn't. No. Uh, she wasn't. She she actually wanted to be, but uh, mm-hmm. but she's oh, never uh, never gone for it. And I don't know if she'd be very good at it. She's very charismatic, so she might oh. actually do well. And uh, oh, that's a nice thing to say about her. Yeah, well, that's that's how <laughs> that's how she fools people. Yeah. She's very charismatic. Uh, Everybody loves her at first, uh, but but she doesn't have like uh, like I mean, at least at the time, she didn't have any friends from more than a year ago. Mm, that's should always have, a sign. Yeah, should have been a red la- red flag. Yeah, but, when uh, they're like, "We're getting married. Who do, who's going to be like your maid of honor?" Like, oh, I don't know, maybe your I sister. Met, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> met last week at a bar. It's like, well, yeah, just whoever it, you're. It was actually kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bit of a flag. Uh, but to yeah, be fair, so, we got married in Finland. So, uh, oh shit, my camera right. Um, oh, let, me, let me change to the backup. Okay, no worries. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, listen, they just a lot of cities in America have. There you go. We got you. A lot yeah, of cities in America have good open mic scenes and don't. Do, the only shows, the only cities that do bringer shows is New York and L.A. Yeah. Every other city is like pretty reasonable with their stand up comedy community. And there's no leeches and there's no bottom feeders like Kaplan's cousin. And <laughs> <laughs> it's people, not people trying to take advantage of make money off other people's dreams. Uh but when you get to New York and L.A., there's just so many comedians that people are. I, I never did the uh, the um, the bringer like you pay to get on stage and you have to bring your audience. But but they there's people who would do it, which is so I don't know. It, it is I, wrong. I think that's like wrong. a fundamentally fucked up way of, uh, of doing a business, because uh, if you charge the comedians for stage time, anyone who can get stage time without paying for it will go have the stage time without paying for it so of course uh, so you end up with the pool of people who aren't good enough to get booked elsewhere yeah the shows are inherently bad yeah yeah and then, um, and then and what that's about how you never that's how you will never get an audience so you can't stop charging uh, the comedian for doing it. It's, it it is a cycle that well but it's almost terrible. like being in the bottom tier team of a football league like your goal is to make it out to the next level you know, to get promoted. Just like, yeah, how, so, how are you going to do that? Do the big time producers come see those shows? No, no I don't know. I mean, not, basically everybody starts at open mics. Every comedian you've ever heard yeah, of. But there, are, there are good open mics and then there are the paid ones. Yeah, but in New York now, they're literally all paid. There are no unpaid open mics. Mm. I did three when I first moved here. I mean, a lot of them, it's like you pay a dollar. Here's mm. the other. I'm not defending paid open mics at all. But the other aspect of it is if you're just some bar owner, what happens is you own a bar in New York City. Some kid comes to you and he's like, hey, I can guarantee I want no, not even guarantee. Uh, Like I want to bring a bunch of people in to do a show at three in the afternoon on a Tuesday. (laughs) None of them are going to buy a drink. All of them smell bad. They're all socially (laughs) awkward and they're going to come in, yell into a microphone for five minutes, say awful things that will ruin your business. And then leave. Does that sound like a good deal? And the bar owner goes, they better fucking pay me if they want to do that. (laughs) And then that's how that's how it comes about. Mm. So, I mean, I've literally I did three when I first moved to New York City. And the last one I ever did, I was uh, I had to follow a homeless, like a full on homeless (laughs) schizophrenic person who's probably hilarious. I love the homeless. They're great people. But this one particularly was not the best person. And she brought her bag on the stage. Some like of her, them, I'm sure, are great people. Some of them are wonderful people. Some of the homeless schizophrenics. <laughs> They're very fine people, fine humans. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. So she, she brought her bag up and what she just started. At- <laughs> uh, so she brought her plastic bag, which I oh, thought yeah. was a prop. Yeah, prop comedy. And then it <laughs> turned out, no, out. that was like her life. Everything right. she owned was in the plastic bag. She screamed into the microphone for two and a half minutes until they pulled the plug out. And she was screaming about how she would suck. She's like, I'll suck anyone's dick in here. 
I suck your dick. That's Fuck a good bit. you. She's just oh. screaming obscenities like schizophrenic. And I don't think it was a real offer because no. a couple guys raised their hands. <laughs> you should never lie to the audience. That's the first rule, right? And then I had to go on and she was spitting into the microphone and, and then I had fall. to follow her and they came yeah. out. They changed the mic. Yeah. Before, and, you, before. and you're like, that joke worked. I'm going to offer the suck. And then I went up and I was like trying to do real material, you know? Mm. And yeah, then no, one when, in, uh, no one's interested in real material. Like contact lenses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's tough. And, to and then I said to make offers. <laughs> like, yeah. Then I said, I'm like, not fine. doing this anymore. Fine, fine. I'll suck your dicks. Just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how it was in America. So then the next level up is the uh, barking. Do you guys have that in Finland? Um, you mean uh, going on the streets? Uh, yeah, it means like you're flyers. allowed to be on a show and it is a real show. It's not an open mic. So the audience is really there on purpose. But uh, but you have to stand outside and like try to get people to come in and buy tickets. We don't have that either. Basically, basically a Finnish open mic, the promoter uh, promotes uh, and therefore <laughs> gets an audience uh, like f- through their own efforts. Yeah. And, uh, and then... The comedians actually, uh, even at the lowest open mic level, they usually get a free beer or two. The wow. Whoa, really? Yeah. Wow, that's great. So I used to run a club in Shanghai and our open mic, we had a weekly open mic and like 50 people would come out just to watch, you know? Yeah. But just New Yorkers are just not doing that. We got other things going on. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because somebody got them used to the idea that uh, yeah. that the, was- sh- the shows are going to be shit anyway. So why yeah, would you yeah, go? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. So, um, hey, yeah, I had a can another topic. Can I ask you a real quick question sure. here? Because <laughs> I've been fascinated by your prime minister. Her, oh, her the, name, the, 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 the party girl. Yeah, the former She's, prime minister. Yeah, because I remember Turner brought up earlier. He's he was giving me shit about my behavior during COVID. But I remember this. We heard the story that she was out like partying during COVID and they were trying to call her to be like, you were a close contact and she didn't have her phone with her. She's like 34, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she's she's pretty young. Um, uh, but uh, like there, there was a lot of a lot of like this uh, kind of like fabricated, oh. uh, like not 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 made up. Like uh, she she's a young woman. She needs yeah, some time off, like especially especially like you're running a country during a fucking pandemic. Uh, you need to you need to. I, get, I love the like regular fucking get your drink and drink on every once in a while. Yeah. It's no. fine. And uh, and like she wasn't supposed to be working. Uh, she oh. was supposed to uh, have a phone with her, which she didn't uh, one time. And uh, and then like somebody tried to call her and uh, and that uh, that got blown up. And uh, and the other time there was a completely made up thing when uh, she posted a video of herself tra- dancing uh, at an after party, and uh, they uh, there were some like famous people there in the background and uh, and somebody somebody thought that they saw some white powder which Ooh. absolutely wasn't <laughs> white powder yeah. and and then like that got made up into this whole uh, like. Um, flower gang uh hashtag and uh oh, like that. well look if you're gonna be a nato she's got to have her phone with her just when you're when you're yeah, out she's, partying. she's not case. the prime minister anymore oh, like, okay. <laughs> uh, we had an we had an election since that and uh we actually currently don't have a prime minister i don't think uh because no. because they're or maybe she's still serving i but, think she's uh, still in the office new, right but she's on her way out is what it yeah, is yeah right? because because uh, the new people are trying to figure out how they're going to build the coalition government because we we have more parties than just than just two so uh so basically (laughs) parties have like a support of uh of like 20 to 25 percent and then to get over 50 percent they have to work with other parties yeah 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 well there's an opening now okay I just like that NATO meetings have after parties, which is <laughs> pretty exciting. She was at a NATO. I mean, no, it wasn't was, a NATO after party. No, no after party. I, I think she'd just been at a bar. And I like hang, that your leaders can go friends. out to like regular bars. Like our people are doing yeah. shit behind the White House. Joe Biden is not partying at the. He's not going down <laughs> TGI to TGI Fridays. TGI Fridays. Like it's, TGI it's a really. Fridays. Yeah, man. This Apple the street. But there's an opening now because there was Jacinda in New Zealand. She was like kind of the attractive leader of the world. She left. Yeah. Now, 
her name's yeah, well, Sana. She's out. So we need a we need a new hot girl prime minister somewhere in the world to step forward. Yeah, yeah. Got Petteri Orpa, the uh, the fiscal right wing uh, party leader. No, he isn't. No. He's not <laughs> going to be it. that. <laughs> That's next episode. <laughs> yeah. What about? So does NATO get to last question on NATO? Do they get if they want now? Can they just put troops in without your approval, or do no. you guys have to approve? No, we still have to approve it. It's um, okay. Like uh, I think the deal, like the the contract, has some NATO bases in every country, uh, but but it's like a limited number of people. Like we have agreed to some number of troops, yeah, but. Uh, but basically, NATO doesn't have an army. It's just an army of the member states. Yes. Uh, like, it's all of the armies of the member states. The NATO doesn't have its own army. Uh, but yeah, some NATO bases are going to be here. And um, that is that is a part of the contract we have signed. But it's not like... It's not like Americans can just come over and take over whenever they feel yeah, like it. Just start doing bringer shows. <laughs> <laughs> Kaplan's no, cousin moves to I'm Finland. I'm going to send her to Finland. I'm going to tell her. Yeah. No, it's like when Trump would no, say that. Send her to Sweden. <laughs> send her. I'll tell her it's the land of right wing politics. And no, they don't like it's not like NATO's. Not, remember Trump used to say that other countries don't pitch in. He just meant they don't pay enough for their own military. Right. That's like when he used to do his whole thing about how. So as Finland pays, they got it military. So they'll be a good, they'll be a good member. What? But remember Trump used to always do that whole thing about how other NATO countries don't pay enough for their, don't, don't pay. Just don't, don't believe a NATO. word he says. Like, I know. Yeah, I, saying, I think we've established that. Yeah. Like, I'm saying is that people, his people are too stupid. They didn't even understand that. He just meant that other countries weren't spending a lot of money on their own military. Yeah. They were, it's not like NATO has like a fund. You got, we all. Oh yeah. There's not like a, a NATO military. Yeah. Military. yeah, yeah exactly, Maybe he didn't exactly. know that part. He probably, probably didn't. Actually. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the podcast. Uh, Harry, soy Nila. Thank you for joining us, man. And come Thanks over for to me. America. We'll find. I mean, it's, I guess you have a wife now, so you don't need a new wife. one. But uh, yeah, <laughs> and and we have a baby right now, so traveling is a little. Uh, bit we're going to make enemies of the Valley Girls. Of the- <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I've already made some enemies there. <laughs> this will go to number one in the Valley because they'll all be yeah. trying to figure out who it is. There's good people on both sides of the Valley. <laughs> I actually went to an open mic in Burbank once. So it's yeah. oh god, was it at the uh, at a comedy club? Like twenty years ago, yeah. So yeah, yeah I know where it was. Yeah. That's a yikes. All right, that's it. Uh, that's the episode. Thank you, Harry, for doing the show. Everybody, check him out. H a r r i s o i n i l a on Instagram. Um, they roll their R's in Finland. That's something I learned. Today. Harry they got their own beer. We've learned a lot. Harry Soinila, thank you, Captain. That's it. What should we do? It's great. This is great, man. I can't wait to do it again sometime. In the meantime, let's get lost. Get lost, everybody. Let's get lost.